Welcome to Legends from the Shadows, Tales of the Unexplained. I'm your host, Eric Dion, and I'll be your guide through the mysteries that lurk beyond the ordinary. Join me as we peel back the veil on legends, myths, and enigmas that have nestled themselves in the shadowy corners of history. From cryptic creatures to eerie occurrences, we'll embark on a journey to uncover the truth, mysteries, and whispers that have captivated curious minds for centuries. Get ready to venture into the unknown, where the line between fact and folklore blur, and the stories that dwell in the shadows come to light. Greetings, curious listeners. Today we immerse ourselves in the mythical world of Slavic folklore to uncover the secrets surrounding the Bannock, a guardian spirit associated with bathhouses. Join me as we dwell into the history, lore, alleged sightings, and the enduring significance of the Bannock in Slavic culture. So, the Bannock is a mystical figure from Slavic mythology. It's believed to inhabit bathhouses, overseeing these sacred spaces, protecting them, guarding them, um, just taking care of them. So bathhouses, for those that don't know or aren't familiar, are basically like what we have in modern day now, uh, equivalent of saunas. But in these bathhouses, they would also use them for as a place for women to give birth. Um, they'd also use them as places to practice divination. Um, based on their religion and their practices. So, these enigmatic spirits have embodied both a protective and a mischievous aspect to them. Um, they've weaved themselves into the tas- tapestry of Slavic folklore as protectors and guardians. And with that, there comes a lot of different things. Now, I tried to do a lot of research on this and go really deep. Um, but they're really, they're, there's very, very little out there about the Bannock um, left. And that, that's crazy saying that, especially with the way the internet is nowadays. But let's go ahead and try to unravel the mystery surrounding the Bannock and its cultural significance. We'll start with a little bit of history here. So the origin of the Bannock traces back to ancient Slavic beliefs where bathhouses held spiritual significance beyond their practical use for cleansing. Uh, the Bannock was seen as the guardian spirit of these spaces. He was revered and feared for its powers. And he was usually described as a small, naked old man with a long beard that just went down to the floor. And his body was usually covered in leaves, um, particularly birch leaves back then that were left over from the brooms that they used within the bathhouses. So um, there are reports that he was a shapeshifter. Sometimes he could appear as somebody locally in the village who you know, wasn't even there in the bathhouse. Other times it could have been, been a stone or even a broom. Um, so, you know, you had these reports and these thoughts on that. Um, the Bannock's nature ranged from very helpful to very vengeful. So rewarding those 
who respected the bathhouses sanctuary while punishing those who disrespected it. Um, when they'd fire up these bathhouses or, or light them up, they heat them up because, you know, like I said, they're like saunas. Um, the, the third firing of the bathhouse or the fourth firing, depending on the traditions that you would read into, was reserved for the Bannock. And so what that was is nobody was, else was allowed during that third or fourth firing of it. Um, and it was said that the Bannock would basically invite other demons or forest spirits to share the bathhouse with, with him. And for that reason, there was no Christian imaging imagery allowed because it might offend the occupants of that. So, you know, here it is, you know, you have this Bannock inviting all his forest creatures um, or spirits or demons, whatever you want to view it as, into this bathhouse with him so, you know, they could have their little gathering and clean, I guess, themselves off. And, you know, no no Christian imagery or their religious imagery was allowed because... You didn't want to anger him, um, and you didn't want to offend his occupants or his guests during his time, during there, because if you did, you know, I, I, well, I guess before going to it, I said the number one rule was basically don't anger the Bannocks. Like if the Bannock was disturbed by an intruder while washing, it was said that and this comes on that vengeful, vengeful side of things that he might act out and. Or boiling water over somebody or throw red hot rocks um, there's even reports that they may he may steal children or start strangling individuals who offended him so in all actuality the wisest aspect to everything was just to respect him and he had to do what you had to do um, now bathhouses back then were very uh, what's the word I want to use here liminal or dirty spaces the, the bathhouse was basically considered a dirty space among the Slavic peasants and and thus and considered unclean in the end because you know that's where you're washing away your filth you know stuff like that but it was also considered a place of spiritual danger now despite that thought that it was a place of spiritual danger and it was a dirty place. Most most births occurred inside the bathhouse and it was believed that the Bannock was not truly happy or settled in its ways until a child was born within his domain or realm of that bathhouse. Um, it was also thought that the Bannock had the ability to predict the future. The manner in which the Bannock reveals this information varies um, with traditions and stories de- detailing its gentle touch or its scratching with its sharp claws. Um, but one would consult him by standing with your back exposed in a half-open door of the bath, to which the legend has it that when like young girls would allow the bannock to touch their back during a sauna session, the spirit would provide valuable information on their destiny so basically you're going there and you're like yeah i'm gonna you know half undress turn my back around 
expose it halfway through this door, half open door. And then it, then it was from there was if you had a gentle touch, then it signified a favorable future while a scratching of its claws into the back would indicate potential misfortune. Now, the Bannock's prolific abilities combined with its Aries appearance have made it a figure of both fear and fascination within the Slavic folklore here with this. But I was trying to read a little bit into it a little a little more. And, you know, you have, okay, there's no, there's no depiction of whether that, yeah, okay, gentle touch is one thing. But then it's going into the, the scratching of its claws. You know, I can't can't find it whether it's just a scratch of the claws going down or like is it like a terrifying vengeful scratch, like bloodshed, like oh my god, you've been scarred. You know, I don't know. Uh, like I said, there's very little information on the Bannock out there to begin with. Um, and a lot of the stuff is just repeat over and over. So it's trying to figure that out. But I'm sorry, I don't want to... If it's a vengeful, like, scratch, of course. You know, if you're getting scratched hard across your back, yeah, I'm going to say that you just got told your future that, yeah, there's misfortune. Yeah, there's misfortune that you have a scratch going across your back now if you survived it. You know, it, it's one of those those thoughts. It's like, I don't know. It, it's a, That's a whole other path of thinking, I guess you could say for me. But... Um, there were several rituals that were performed in the bathhouses in order to keep the Bannock happy and peaceful. The most common occurred during the, the steaming or the firing. Um, like I said earlier, that was reserved for the Bannock itself or upon, or upon the closing of the Bannock for the night. Um, there'd be offerings of fir branches. Uh, water and soap were usually left. Um, capped also, you know, I guess you could say by formal thank you that the person would utter aloud. So you basically be like, thank you, Bannock, you know, for this or for looking over us. Uh, There's a lot of aspects to it. Um, the Bannock was often blamed, though, as well for anything that went wrong within the bathhouse. So let's say the structure burned down, which back in those days, they really did burn down a lot. So whenever they would burn down, it was believed that the spirit had been affronted or offended in some way and that he decided to burn the burn the spot down. Was it the Bannock or was it just poor construction or, you know, lack of fire safety back then? You know, there's, there's no telling what it could be. But um, it was believed, like I said, that they had been affronted or offended in some way. So in order to appease the Bannock upon the rebuilding of the the, ban- uh, the bathhouse, um, a black hen would be suffocated and then left unplucked and buried beneath the building's threshold. Um, the people performing this ritual would end it by bowing and backing away from the threshold while reciting, I guess, whatever was the appropriate incantations for their time and area at that, at that point. But... It goes to show that, you know, there it's I'm not going to say superstition because that's such the wrong word to use in this, but beliefs. Um, and we and we still do it. We all hold on to our beliefs greatly. And so I can't knock anybody's belief. Um, I try to stay very neutral, but firsthand, I grew up Catholic. 
So I see the beliefs within the churches and religions and everything. And I've studied religions to the point that we all have beliefs and we all have rituals, whether we believe it or not. The Catholic Church was great for it. You know, you know the body of Christ and and all this stuff and you know confessions and you know the sign of the cross you know we did things and and the catholic church still does things that are rituals when you break it down um but i'm not going to go down that path because that's going to that, that that's going to lead to a tangent so i just wanted to put it out there but yeah so the people performing these rituals would end it by bowing and backing away and you know reciting incantations and hoping that this new bathhouse wouldn't burn down. Um, now, with the the bannock, like I said, I've said earlier, it, the, the elusive nature of the bannock makes its specific sightings rare, and all the research through folklore has offered some glimpses into the ledge counters, but nothing of solid record. Um, like take the village tales, where short stories from rural communities. We basically re-encounters re-encount- with this mysterious figure in the bathhouse, believed to be the Bannock. So I want you to, to close your eyes, and I want you to picture in your mind and imagine. In the quiet heart of rural communities nestled amidst the sprawling landscapes, whispers of enigmatic encounters with a spectral presence echo through the village tales. Amidst the stream... In the echoes of the bathhouse, locals speak of eerie incidents where a mysterious figure, believed to be the Bannock, materializes. These short stories are passed down through generations, weaving a tapestry of fascination and trepidation, depicting encounters with a spectral guardian dwelling within the steam-laden sanctuaries of the bathhouses. Some villagers speak of glimpses of an ethereal form an aged figure whose presence embodies both reverence and caution, believed to watch over the rituals of cleansing with a gaze that pierces beyond the physical realm. As twilight descends upon the village, stories come alive, and a flickering glow of hearths, captivating listeners, with tales of whispers, warnings, and silent blessings by the unseen guardians of the bathhouses. These narratives steeped in folklore and tradition speak of the Bannock's dual nature, its benevolent protection of those who honor its sanctuary of the bath, and its wrath towards those who dare to respect or defile the sacred spaces. The village tales carry within them the essence of reverence for tradition, infusing each encounter with the Bannock with an aura of mystery and an unwavering respect for the spiritual connections woven into the rituals of the bathhouse. All right, if you're closing your eyes, you can go ahead and open them then. You know, you also, like I said, there's not a lot of information out there. Um, so it was kind of, re- it was really hard. There's some stuff that I put down in my notes that I really wanted to like try to find out more on. Um, but you also had stories from the bathhouse keepers and legends have passed down by the bathhouse keeper describing encounters of like a protective wrath. You know, they would recount ominous episodes of wrathful warning where transgressions against the sacred space are met with ethereal retribution um, to be basically a reminder that the spirit's guardianship and the importance of upholding ancestors or um, ancient customs. 
Um, so those tales are handed down through keepers to impart a sense of respect for the mystic connection between the Bannock and the revered domain of the bathhouses. Now, my problem with this is, just like with anything that involves any type of religion, okay, so you have these bathhouse keepers. And if they are of a religious aspect, well, just like with any religion, you know, fear is a key component. Um, you know, do this, and if you don't do this, this is going to happen. Um, it's, it's, it's across the board with everything. I, I don't think I've really looked into a religion that doesn't have fear as a part of it out there. And again, I'm going off on a tangent where I don't need to be. So I, I, I have issues with the, the, the legends passed down, but just like with anything that's passed down, our, whether it's our history, and you know, there's always going to be errors. There's going to be flaws. There's going to be mistellings. It's like the old telephone game where, you know, you pass one thing and when it gets around, it's not the same thing it was before. But there's really, we have no way, because even in written history, you know, we're human. And humans make errors. So, um, so yeah, I'll move on from that. But um, the most widely reports were through folklore accounts. You know, you had depictions in traditional tales and songs often symbolizing the Bannock's role as a guardian and enforcer of bathhouse rules. Now, I looked and I searched all over the place for a folklore song, or just a song in general that mentioned the Bannock, and I could not find one for the life of me. So, me being ambitious, what did I decide to do? Well, I wrote my own Bannock song. Warning. Big warning right here and right now. I am not a singer, but I will share what maybe a song about the Bannock would have been like. So we'll see how this goes and take it from there. Legends entwine 
Bannock's lore dances a tale so divine A protective gaze to wrathful stare In these folklore tunes, your essence we share Bannock's spirit, veiled in the steam Keeper of secrets and tales we glean Enforcer of rules, guardians might In folklore's embrace, you dance in the night Bannock into ethereal folklore's hue In songs and stories we honor you Guardian unseen in our hearts you reside In the bathhouse mystique your present abides Okay, so now that I made a complete fool of myself and did that, um, like I said, I'm not a singer. Um, I can write stuff out here and there, all that fun stuff, but oh well. I'm done and over with, and you know, I'll probably keep it in the episode just because it's a lot easier just to keep something in than to move forward and try to edit it all out. But sorry for that. If I lost you, I lost you. If I didn't, hey, great. But don't judge me, because like I said, I gave you warning. I am not a singer. Uh, back to the Bannock. Um, you know, songs, folklore, stuff like that. Um, that's how a lot of stuff was passed down. Um, nowadays, in contemporary times, while the belief in the Bannock as a literal spirit might have waned a lot, um, its legacy still remains out there. You know, bathhouses, although they've evolved, they still hold cultural significance in Slavic communities, and references to the Bannock can actually be found in literature, art, and cultural celebrations still um, within the Slavic community. Um, so the Bannock continues to be a symbol of tradition and a, a spiritual connection between humanity and water, uh, reminding, reminding basically our modern society of the importance of respecting natural elements. Um, if there's anything that you take from this, take that. Take that it's important to respect our natural elements. It's important to respect people as well and all of nature. But, you know, it's just there's something, I don't know, I have a strong connection with water to begin with. But that's just me. Um, so as we conclude our exploration into the realm of the Bannock, this this guardian spirit remains a testament to the intertwining of folklore, tradition, and cultural beliefs. So, whether as a protector or a harbinger of retribution, the legacy of the Bannock will endure in the hearts of the Slavic mythology. Um, before I fade out here, I just want to say thank you for joining us on this captivating journey into the Slavic folklore and the enigmatic world of the Bannock. I hope you've enjoyed the exploration into the myth, uh, mystical guardians of the bathhouses. I know it's not as long of an episode as the last one. Um, like I said, there was a lot that I just could not unearth. Uh, I couldn't find, but um, you know, things will get better. Like I said, this is only episode two and yeah, I'm a little rusty still and I will improve, I promise you. But 
Um, until then, if you go follow us on our Instagram page, just type Legends from the Shadows. That'll pull up our Instagram page. You can also look us up on Facebook. Um, so hopefully, you know, you'll stick around and see what I have to offer. So once again, thank you all for listening. I'm Eric Dion, and I will see you all in a week. As our journey through the mysterious concludes, we step back from the shadows, but their secrets linger. Remember, in the quiet corners of the world, mysteries still whisper their tales. Until we meet again, stay curious, embrace the darkness, and never forget that truth often thrives in the most unexpected places. As we part ways, May you always find fascination in the unknown and the courage to explore the depths of the unexplained.